as uh, Pastor Mike greeted again, uh, Happy New Year. May God bless you this year. Sunday morning, mother came to son's room and said, Son, get up, time to go to church. And he said, Mother, I'm not going to the church. I don't like the people there. They are very mean to me. After one hour, mother came back to the room. His mother saw he was snoring. Mother said, Son, get up. Today is Sunday. You must go to the church. And he said to the mother, Mother, I'm not going. I told you I'm not going. I don't like the people there. But mother said, I have three reasons you must go to church. Number one, I'm your mother. Respect. Obey your mother. Number two reason. Sir, do you know the number two reason? And mother said, you are 45-year-old man. <laughs> Third, you are the senior pastor of the church. I am so glad that you are here the first Sunday of 2024. Thank you, church. Thank you, people. Waking up early, praying, coming to the house of God with a great expectation. That's all America. But today, we are very cold and complacent, and, but I'm excited. I'm excited everywhere when people gather in the house of God. Uh, Christ, um, the King, eh? church, um, this great church. Thank you, Mike, for uh, um, your um, humility, your love, and uh, love for the people of India loving me, adopting Remy in your missions program. We are grateful. 1.4 billion people in India. 80% Hindu USA and 15% uh, um, Islam. Then you have 5%, you have everything. Buddhism, Sikhism, Jainism, Christianity. As you know, those who went to India, Christianity mainly in the southern part. I come from the southern part of India. That's why I have a southern accent like some of y'all. And... Uh, <laughs> So please uh, bear with me, and, uh, and then uh, um, as you go to the north, less than one percentage, that is the, the focus of the ministry. Along with me, Pastor Kiran came, and please make sure you meet him, he is my spiritual son, he's one of our graduates from the seminary, I like him today, almost 25,000 young men and women, God allowed us to train and scatter all over the country and many parts of the world. And uh, Kiran um, speaks many languages. I asked Kiran to come and help me at the office because he speaks. So uh, any information you need, he will call the Indian office or Indian missionary by phone and collect the information very quickly. Within 10 minutes, the report is ready. So he's a great help. He has wife, Nancy, and two children. My wife couldn't come. Her uncle passed away in New York. My wife grew up in Queens. So, uh, and she's on the way, and she and her mother... And I came last night around 1 o'clock uh, because I want to be here. I'm also leaving tomorrow for India. Please pray. I have some uh, urgent office matters with some government issues. I want you to keep me in your prayer and God's favor upon me. Working in India is not easy. A lot of persecutions. We are attacked. Every day missionaries are attacked. Last week, uh, police came to many of our centers. So we are attacked in many places because of the present situation in India. But thank you. And uh, my good friend, Dr. Eric here, and, uh, and I thank you for his family. And you once again, thank you for the opportunity. I don't have much time. India, we preach one hour, but pastor only gave me 35 minutes. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, um, generally ask people to stand and read every verse, but no time. 
Open your Bible, please, everybody. I am a Bible teacher, everybody. If you do, please open your Bible. I, I want to see people open Bible, either a phone or whatever. And if you don't have a Bible with you, like uh, Erwin Lutzer says, you need to pray, uh, pray a prayer of repentance now. And so, okay, I'm going to read a few verses. I have three points from this uh, uh, Psalm 96. I, Mary is going to really help me. And Kiran, give me a warning, okay? My, when my time is over, I have 30 minutes. Psalm 96. I'm going to look at a few verses, then I pray as God's blessing. Verse 3. The Almighty God is asking us, Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. In, in our language, all jadis, every person in the world. Then verse 9. Worship the Lord. In the, in the splendor of His holiness, tremble before Him all the earth. And uh, verse 11, Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound, and all that is in it. That is the passion of our God. Let the earth rejoice. Let the sea resound, and all that is in it. And finally, verse 13. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for He comes, He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in His faithfulness. Almighty God, we thank You for Your presence. You are here in our midst. You are our friend, you are a living God. Today speak to us through your word. As we listen to your word, may we take into our hearts, examine our lives. Because of our short life in this world, Lord, people around us, our family members, our children, grandchildren, neighbors, be blessed through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Kenosha be blessed, America be blessed, India be blessed, the whole world we pray today. May your name be exalted. You are only worthy to open the scroll. We give you praise. Bless your servant. Give your servant liberty, anointing, to preach your word correctly. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. God's people said, Amen. Would you put your hands together give a praise offering to our living God? He is worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. By the way, I don't have time to talk about uh, my own testimony, darkness, how God saved me from darkness to light, the intense persecution I went through, how God brought my eight siblings to the faith, their salvation today. Most of them are in the ministry. How did I come to America, went to Trinity, then going back to India? All that story is available. I have a few books downstairs, and I sell these books to buy uh, study Bibles for our seminary students. Many of them cannot afford I saw, when I teach, they have Gideon Bible, small Bibles. I said, students, I cannot even, I cannot teach you. You don't have any subheadings. How do I teach? So, and I buy, buy Bible. So, this is uh, any gift, $20. If you don't, even if you don't have money, please take it. And then you can send it to us later on. But uh, $20, a gift, it will help to buy a study Bible. Make sure, um, try to get a book before you leave it today. Declare His glory 
among the nation, declare his glory locally and globally. That is the title of the sermon. My, one of my favorite speakers, uh, teachers uh, in the world, John wrote a lot, on, a lot on missions. Mission arises. Mary, you can move on. I don't know whether you have the slide. Mission arises from the heart of God himself. Listen, everybody, carefully. Mission arises from the heart of God himself and is communicated from the, his heart to ours. Mission is the global outreach of the global people of a global God. Mission is the global outreach of the global people of a global God. He summarized mission so beautifully. Then he continues to write. Listen, it is not on the screen. Our mandate for world evangelization is the whole Bible. It is to be found in the creation of God. When he say creation of God, he writes, because of which all human beings are responsible to him. Second, it is found in the character of God. As outgoing, loving, compassionate, not willing that any sh should perish, desiring that all should come to repentance. Third, in the promises of God, that all nations will be blessed through Abraham's seed and will become the Messiah's inheritance. And fourth, in the Christ of God, now exalted with the universal authority to receive universal acclaim. Next, in the Spirit of God, who convicts of sin, witness to Christ, and impels the church to evangelize. And finally, in the church of God, which is a multinational missionary community and under orders to evangelize until Christ returns. John Stott wrote very beautifully. So what does glory mean? We talked about declare His glory among the nations. The Hebrew word kavod has meant importance or weight or deference or heaviness, but primarily it means glory, respect, honor, and majesty. In other words, there is no God, no philosophy, no guru in the world. Weight like the weight of our God, the God of the Bible, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, and declare his greatness, his majesty to every person in the world. That is the command. Declare his glory. Three points. When we look at this 13 verses, you get three main ideas. Number one, we are called to declare his greatness, his glory. And third, the psalmist demands us we should worship him in holiness. Worship him with our whole adoration to this great God. And finally, when I look at, he's calling all people to come and rejoice in him. You have an abundant life in Christ. Three things I want to share that very quickly. This is a um, song, Psalm, attributed to King David, likely written around 1000 BC. The Psalm emphasizes the celebration of God's greatness. Worship of Him among the nations and calling all people to acknowledge 
and praise him he is coming to judge the earth in righteousness the quick summary of it let's look at the first point we are called to proclaim his majesty his greatness and i don't have an expository you know time to do this but at least the highlight number one why we need to declare because god is so passionate of his name and we read in malachi 111 i love that passage malachi chapter 111 my name will be great among the nations from where the sun rises to where it sets in every place incense and pure offerings will be brought to me because my name will be great among the nations says the lord almighty we read sing to the lord a new song he is worthy for the new song sing to the lord all earth sing to the lord praise his name proclaim his salvation the redemptive work of god day after day verse 3 declare look at your bible declare his glory among the nation jadis ethnos his marvelous this great deeds among all peoples so god is so passionate over his name the next term, why we should declare his great name because great is the lord great is the lord you cannot compare this god with any other god verse 4 for great is the lord and most worthy of praise the lamb of god the lion of judah he is only worthy for all of us to bow down and offer our lives to him he is worthy the colossian writes in the book of colossians paul writes the sun is the image of the invisible god the firstborn over all creation for in him all things were created things in heaven and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities all things have been created through him and for him he is before all things and in him all things hold together and he is the head of the body the church he is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy for god was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether things on earth or things in heaven by making peace through his blood shed on the cross ladies and gentlemen there is nobody like my jesus who paid the price who died for me died in my place there is no no one like him he is worthy of our praise he is to be feared about all gods amen see the grace of god is sufficient to save all people the grace of god look at this i don't have time to explain any of these things but in adam we, people are lost death sin law condemnation flesh slavery bondage those who are in adam but jesus christ look at what he did he gave life justification spirit sonship freedom my friend i was a young man without hope i was contemplating suicide my father was very violent alcoholic i'm the first of eight children my mother suffered a lot because that's alcoholism 
My mother became a mental patient. She attempted suicide. She was demon-possessed. My sister Lizzie, second child in the family. Every Friday she comes from the school. Around 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, she falls on the floor. And Satan comes in, takes over her body. And she has... You know, my sister, her face expression changes. She's all very tight. And uh, she has all kinds of crazy demands. If we don't do this, I will take one of the children from this home. All these crazy things. We suffered a lot, so many years. Satan attacked us. The deception of, the, of this evil, the evil schemes. But Jesus Christ changed my life. Changed our family. Two evangelists came to my room when I was studying for my bachelor in business. They never passed high school. But God called them. They went to seminary, finished their uh, three-year certificate in Bible. They came to my village. And uh, I was a lost man, no hope. But they came and shared the love of God. Every day they read John 3, 16. There is something marvelous in it. Such a God loves you. I never heard about that. Nobody told me. Even my own home, my dad has ever never said that I love you, son. That's not our culture. Dad does everything to take care of us, to love us, but never said, I love you. And here this missionary, poor missionary say, Such a God loves you. He died for you. Give your life to him. But I was angry. I was arrogant. I did not know the truth. There I was arrogant like my dad. I said, get out from here. But they would come every day. Every evening, they would read John 3, 16, Saji, God loves you. And I, on the sixth day, I was drawn to Christ. No more argument with them. I knelt down with the tears. I received Jesus Christ into my life. First time, a burden, heaviness is taken away. Until that time, I didn't want to live. Life was hard. There was no joy. But when I prayed, Jesus come into my life. Our God is... Not a dead God, my friend. He's a living God. The one who is rose is living. He is the one that I prayed to. And I said, Jesus, come into my life. I'm a sinner. Forgive my sin. And I, when I prayed that sincerely, my friend, God took away my sins. Because Bible claim, Bible says, those who are tired of life, those who are heavy laden, come to me. I will give you rest for your souls. Which guru who told in this world, come to me, I will give you peace. No, only Jesus promised that. Today, my beloved, I don't know what is your condition. I'm so glad you are here the first day of the uh, 2024, first Sunday. But listen, what Jesus said, he will do it. He is not a liar. What he promised, he will do it. Every day he's doing for thousands of thousands of people all over the world. He did it to me. My family found peace. Today, we are missionaries serving different parts of the world. Those who looked at his face are radiant, not, never covered with shame. Look at Jesus' face. Look at Jesus' face. I wonder, I wonder why people do not, do not follow this great God. Why people live in this kind, this kind of hopeless situation. I don't know. You Try Jesus, my friend. Come to Him. You will find a peace. All your problems will not be solved immediately. He will take care of it. But come, try. Jesus, the grace of God, is sufficient to save all people. 
Why we need to declare His majesty? Because the nation need to hear. Almost 3 billion people in this world, unreached, 1040 windows. Joshua Project still talking about almost 3 billion people, unreached. No time to talk about why we need to talk about the, the glory of this great God, Jesus Christ, the soon coming King. Deception of the false gods. Look at verse 5. For all the gods of the nations are idols. You know how many gods in India? Pastor Mike, how many gods? They say 330 million gods and goddesses. How many? 330. I don't know how they, how did they count all this? 330 million gods and goddesses in India. For them, it's, it's a pantheism. In Hinduism, is pantheistic religion. They, they can look at everything. They can see God in it. So they can worship temple. I'm sorry, mountain. They can worship monkey. They can worship snake. Everything is God for them. But these are false gods. I don't know why we are receiving false gods in America. The largest temple Hindus built in New Jersey, 83 acres. The largest. They brought water from every part of the world. And Americans are going there. Americans are. Islam is growing. Buddhism is growing. And, and you will see Buddhist temple, Hindu temples, and mosques all over in our communities will see. They are very passionate. What is happening in England, Europe, it will happen here if you are silent, if you are, if you are, if you are if we continue to have apathy, if we have no excitement in the Lord. They will buy our old church buildings. They will turn into mosques. That's what happened where I live in Lindenhurst, that beautiful assemblies of God in the hands of Muslims. And they slowly came as a community. Then they changed the name very slowly, very, very close to us. But we must be excited for Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Are you with me? Number one, we must declare His glory, the greatness of our God. Number two, that's why we, this church exists. That's why you gather. This is not for Sunday morning, just for, an, just for enjoyment. Sunday Christianity. No. We must be men and women so passionate, excited for Jesus. We must reflect it through our lives. The second, we are called to worship Him in holiness. And look at some of these verses. So powerful. Verse 7 onwards, ascribe. Look at that word, ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Verse 8, ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name, the greatness, the majesty, the power due His name. Wow. And verse 9, worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. So much they tremble before Him all the earth. Thank you, God's people, coming to worship the Lord. You know, I, I believe at least three things must, must happen in every Sunday service. Number one, sing great songs. Pastor Sack, thank you for songs you have selected. Thank you for the. Can we put our hands and thank the worship team for them to for them to sing three songs? Lot of preparation. Look at here, six seven people stood, and a lot of preparation. Thank you for doing. We are here to worship the Lord through our through our songs. Second, preaching of the word in the preaching. 
We must, ex- we must exalt to the name of Jesus. There must be excitement. Many of American churches, and I don't know, today are very boring preaching. And people sleep. And they don't want to come back. They're, we must be excited. When we go over the sports, we are excited. Why don't we have excitement, enthusiasm in the Lord, in the presence of God? We came to worship the living God. He is here. I'm not saying you have to shout like me. <laughs> but the Indians, we shout because, you know, because we don't have mics. You know, when we go to the villages, we don't have any mic or anything. We talk to 200 people. So we are used to that, isn't, isn't Karen? He will shout much better than me. And so there must be excitement, exalt to the name of Jesus. He is worthy to be praised. Worship Him in holiness. When I say holiness, we must live. We must have a holy life. I'm not talking about Sunday morning, hands, but make sure we have a holy life. That's a problem. And we are not really matching with our lifestyle. God is holy, we, are, we have to be holy. Bible says, without holiness we cannot please God. Since He is holy, we must be holy. That's a demand, that's a call to all of us. It's not easy, but we can. Only one life, my friends. Only one life. We can, only a short life to live in this world. That life, we cannot waste it. We must be intentional, we must be passionate. And that will, that, that God will reward you. God will bless you generation to generation. Yesterday, I was at this funeral service. 95 years old, Moni's uncle. He was a humble man back in India. God gave seven boys, seven boys. They all married great ladies. God provided, and 36 grandchildren stood on the stage. 36 grandchildren. Then another 13 great grandchildren stood on the, and the stage. They sang. They talked about their grandpa. And uh, they're all powerful. What a legacy. But that man, four o'clock, he gets up. Four o'clock, he gets up. They were talking. He will pray for each person. Every child, he will call every child's name, every grandchild's name, every great-grandchild's name. Prayer works. If you have a praying mother, I tell you, her children will be great. That's what Susanna Wesley did it. The Wesleys, Wesleys claimed, the world is my parish. Because a mother, my mother, did not know the Lord. After, after coming to Christ, my mother held the family in her prayer. And we, after her conversion, early morning, she gets up, put a mat on the floor. And she will begin to sing. She will cry. And most of the children will come. Dad won't come but we will come and join with the mom. And today I believe all of the children are serving the Lord. Different parts of India, two in South India, three in Central India, one in the Nepal border, one in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. All of them love the Lord, I believe, because of the cry of my mother. So, take their responsibility. Fast and pray for the children. Those children who do not know for, for following Christ, your grandchildren who are not following, fast and pray. These are biblical things, my friends. Our God is worthy of worship. To worship is not confined to what we do in church or open praise. To worship is the acknowledgement of God and all His power and glory in everything we do. The highest form of praise and worship is obedience to Him and His word. 
to do this, we must know God. We cannot be ignorant of Him. Worship is to glorify and exalt God, to show our loyalty and admiration to our Father. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so grateful that you are here today. If you don't have a personal relation with Jesus Christ, today give your life to Him. Give, listen, giving your life, surrendering your life to Jesus is not a defeat. Surrendering your life to a company but it can be a defeat. But surrendering your life to the living God will never be a defeat. Here is, a, I'm an example. I was kicked out of the home. I was beaten up. My whole back was covered with the blood because of intense beating that whole day. Daddy said, get out. You are no longer my son. You destroyed this home. But then my heavenly father received me. Heavenly Father, I never went back asked for anything from my dad. Only I, God allowed me to bless my parents and my siblings. Dad said, I have nothing in the house. I never went back anything. Bible says, first to seek his kingdom and righteousness. And everything, whatever you, everything shall be added unto you. Did you listen to that promise? Bible says, first, the most important thing, first to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. Everything you need in this world is, he's able to give it to you. That's a promise of God. Claim these promises, friends. Sometime in America, we have a system. We don't need anything. We don't need, we have a system created. We don't need much prayer. You work, you make money. You have ins social security. You have insurance. You don't need too much prayer and fast for healing. Because that's not the case for us. You don't have hospital, you don't have facility. You have to cry and fast. Sometimes we lose that kind of intensity and the need of God. Unless something miserable happened, then we cry to God. But I pray this first Sunday, draw, draw closer to Him. Come closer to Him. I don't know where you are spiritually. Today, surrender your life, give your life to Him. Come closer to Him. Rededicate your life to, to live a a life of excitement in the Lord. God will bless you, my fr friend. Let me go. Pastor is looking at me, my face seriously. <laughs> there are 400 million people. Four, there are 400 million people in India live in poverty. Nearly one in four Indians cannot read or write. Life is hard. And Joshua Project talks about there are 2,150 people. They don't know the worship of this great God. That's where you are investing in India, 2,157. And uh, the state you are supporting is Uttar Pradesh. Mary, next one. Uttar Pradesh. Uttar means north. Pradesh means place. Uttar, north. And uh, this is a huge state, 250 million people. 250 million people in one state of India, Nepal border. You can look at it. And 75 districts in that state. And uh, 822 blocks, 52,000 panchayats, and over 100,000 villages or communities. That's where you are investing. I want you to know, this is the state you are investing. I want many of you to come to India and help in women's ministry, children's ministry. We have schools, you can teach, a hospital, and teach. We have a Bible college there, teaching Bible college students. We have so many qualified, capable leaders in this church. Money is not the answer. I am glad, Pastor, you are a $200 monthly commitment for, the, for that work in India. But we are more than the money. We are talented people here. We must go. I don't need to tell you. If, 
If you believe in Christ, if you believe in the Great Commission, we are all called to go. And called to go locally and globally. I mean, everybody may not go to India, but we are all of us called to be a witness. Is that true? We are all called to be a witness. That's what we read in the book of Acts. When the, the Holy Spirit to come upon us, we will have the power to be His witness. Starting in our own place, Jerusalem, Judea, uttermost parts of the world. Samaria, uttermost parts of the world. Let me move very quickly. God demands the praise of His people. And worship in holiness. We talked about it. And stewardship. We worship in giving. One of the, the third thing, you worship God in giving. And generous giving, sacrificial giving. I just wrote one small book for India. And the power of God-sized thinking. In that, I added one chapter. Generosity wins. When we were without... We were nominal Christians. That time, my dad would not give much. Maybe one rupee, small one. I tell you, growing up as the oldest one, our money ended up in police station, money ended up in hospital, court, wasted. But we did not give for the Lord. When I came to Christ, began to give it to the Lord. And God blessed and blessed. My friend, try, I don't know. I hope uh, you're all generous people. Generous, you try in the book of Malachi, God said, God is challenging us. Try this. If we don't give, give it to God, we are robbing God. These are biblical things. You try. You try. I, I'm sharing this from my own experience. For example, this year end, we have, we have, we have some uh, difficulty. I told our office manager, let's give it some money. Even though we don't have enough budget meeting for India, let's give it to some ministries, uh, David Jeremiah. And various ministries said, let's give it this year, end of the year. A man from Florida, I knew him, and uh, he gave $22,100 on credit card. I knew him, never gave that much money, $22,100. My point, God is a generous God. My time is up. My time is up. How many more minutes? He said... Time is up. Listen, and assemble with the God's people. We must listen Sunday. Do not take lightly Sunday gathering. Assemble with the God's people. As Christians, we must assemble in our churches regularly in worship. A law comes together in radical abandonment to spreading the gospel of God and declaring His glory locally and globally. Today, there is a tendency uh, we can watch uh, the service by Zoom, staying at home. There is a mentality. I tell you, friends, and if you are physically weak, I understand. But listen, get up, prepare, get up in the morning, Sunday morning, on your knees and pray, read passages, and get ready and pray for every church member. Prepare yourself, come to the house of God, you fellowship, assemble. Do not take lightly Sunday gathering. I challenge you finally. The third thing I want to talk about is invite uh, all to rejoice. Mary, I want to talk about this. Um, this uh, tree, this, this famous tree, you know it, uh, the redwood tree roots intertwined. Redwood trees' roots are very shallow, often only five, to five or six feet deep, but they make up for it, uh, for it in width, sometimes extending up to 100 feet from the trunk. They thrive in thick gro um, groves 
where the roots can intertwine and even fuse together. This gives them tremendous strength against the force of nature. What I'm saying, we must be united. We must come together. We must pray together, listen God's word, and, uh, and do great things. Invite. That's what the psalmist as we continue the last two sections. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. And let all the trees of forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord. For He comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in His faithfulness. Let me just read the points. We must evangelize. Wow to me if I do not preach the gospel. Listen, two missionaries came to me consistently, passionately, unafraid. That's why today I stand before you. My parents' family is redeemed by the, because of their obedience today, and they found Christ. We must uh, uh, share the gospel. We, God gives abundant life. Only Jesus Christ can give abundant life. Then people find the joy in Christ. So we must evangelize so people find uh, uh, life. Finally, we must remind his return. God is going to come. Our God is going to come. Do we have that expectation of heaven? As we live here every day, expect heaven. This is a preparation for the future. This is a preparation for heaven. Our life is very short in this world. Very short. Every day, think about it. And invite people to come and experience the, the joy in the Lord. And uh, here, my friends, my conclusion, let us spread the message of God's greatness to everyone in our community, among the nations, through word and deed. Let people see Christ through our holy and passionate life. Three things I talked about. Declare His glory among the nations. He is worthy. Number two, worship Him in holiness. We must have a holy life as we come to the house of God every day. And through our holy life, people be attracted to Christ. And finally, passionate, invite people, your children, grandchildren, neighbors. My prayer that this, we will have two services. I pray that uh, we, will have, we will start sister churches in Wisconsin. You can do it. We have a lot of people, lost people in Wisconsin, in Kenosha. May we have that kind of passion every day. Let's, would you all stand with me? I will pray that our worship team will come. Our Father, we thank you. Your faithfulness, your goodness. Lord, I am here humbly standing on the labor of these saints here. So many years, the hard work, faith, faith risk taking. And thank you for the saints here. Every family I pray by name. Continue to bless them protect their lives, whatever needs they have, Lord, today I pray, Lord, you are able, you are sufficient. Those who do not know you, may they know you personally. May they repent of their sins, may they receive you as Lord and Savior. Those who are not excited, very cold in their faith, Lord, would you touch them in a special way? Lord, would you bless them, rekindle a passion within them to love you, love your word, and share the good news with their families and neighbors. Father, I declare every blessing upon the church. Protect this wonderful community, Lord. May they be salt and light in Kenosha and India and many parts of the world. Lord, I am eternally grateful to you for their partnership for the state of Uttar Pradesh. May that be prospered for your glory. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. God's people said,
Amen. Would you put your hands together one more time? A praise offering to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you.